Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Panda, 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 panda. Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arvalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. Number one, Friday number one. Jumping ahead. <laughs> I wish it was Friday number two. Who does Friday number right. two work for? It's Friday number one. <laughs> <laughs> Who does Friday number two work for? <laughs> Give me two. And then we have Monday number two and Friday number two and two more days off. Nice. I actually kind of don't mind the Wednesday off in the middle of the week. It should always be a Wednesday off in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Just to break it up a little it's bit. It's kind of a messed up. Like with, it's all <laughs> the whole thing's all messed up. It literally in the makes middle, you know? the week feel so short, though. And so long. I would totally work four tens too. By the way, instead of. I know a lot five. of people that do. I've done that before. It's interesting. You know, yeah. it's cool. It's got its pluses and minuses. I, oh, I would totally do it. I would just hit the gym at like five fifteen in the morning. <laughs> well, to some, it's a six pack. To me. It's a support group. (laughs) Welcome into draft 31, everybody. Um, This is going to be the draft we're recording. Actually, tomorrow is 4th of July, so we're going to go over a number of different patriotic things. Of course, you're probably hearing this if you uh, download it and listen to it immediately, which we totally encourage. Um, You're probably hearing this on July 5th. So um, if you didn't get enough freedom, which you hopefully did not, so we can give you a little bit more. Um, you're going to be hearing a lot about that today. Nice. Um, both Coley and Sandro have great American boozers in history. So we can find out what our found, how our fan, founding fathers, easy for me to say. Yes. Find out how our founding fathers uh, partied. Um, Sandro's got a movie review of a recently released movie as well. And I have a beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. Today's beer of the day. Finally, we are not back in San Diego. I know you, you're all are bummed. You're bummed. <laughs> We're pretty close though. <laughs> I know. Like, you, you guys are so ready to open those beers right now, and I'm just killing time, Chomping not doing it. Right. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> so today's beer of the day comes to us from the Orange County. Today's beer of the day comes to us from Barley Forge out of Costa Mesa. It is the Orange Curtain IPA. Orange Curtain IPA has an ABV of 6.2. Alcohol. And finally, we get some uh, we get some IBUs, some IBUs huh? in there. Did I say IBUs just now or did I say ABV? You said IBUs. Both. Okay, well, uh, it's got an ABV of 6.2. Alcohol. And an IBU of 67. The untapped score on this one with 6,400 reviews so far hmm. is 3.6. Smells uh, kind of biscuity, huh? Biscuity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Mm, biscuits. Mm, biscuits. Just like when you have it with some tea or something. <laughs> so this is what... Uh, not the kind my cat makes. Not that <laughs> kind of biscuit. I don't I don't, I don't. want that one. Yeah. Kitty um, Rokas? <laughs> what are you... Kitty Rokas? <laughs> sure. Is that what you call them? Yeah. They look, they look like Kitty Rokas. Do you also call them like high tide and low tide depending on uh, how much Kitty Rokas uh, there no, is? No, definitely not. No. <laughs> I just call them biscuits, although... 
my cat that I've had the last four years makes he didn't start making biscuits until like two years ago and he's really awkward with it like he's very stiff with his front arms yeah and then he sits up and then he kind of stands and his back legs make biscuits too and then he gets really upset if you touch him he has like all these rules to like making biscuits and it's totally awkward. I get it. Anyway, <laughs> on to the beer. Well, now that we've heard about your cat taking a dump. <laughs> perfect. He's not taking a dump. He's making biscuits. You know when they need their hands. Oh, oh see, I, oh, yeah, no, you thought, I didn't You thought know. the, the yeah. kitty litter box, right? I thought he was taking a shit. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah we I were mean, totally. he's in the yeah. position sometimes, like I said, with his back legs, he looks like he is. Now I'm. That's okay. Yeah, I was now not talking I'm about like Tootsie Rolls in the, the litter honest, box. Now I now I feel really awkward. What a twist! <gasps> All right, so uh, this is what Barley Forge wants you to think about this beer. This is called the Orange Curtain. The Orange Curtain is Barley Forge's India Pale Ale, focusing on old school in quotes hop flavor over hop bitterness. Our IPA features Warrior, Sentinel, and Cascade hops against a nicely rounded malt backbone that provides a medium-bodied accompaniment. This combination has citrus notes worthy of the name, which is a nickname for Orange County, California, where the brewery is located. The beer pairs well with Thai or Vietnamese food, burgers, or oily, full-flavored fish such as salmon. Mm, what do you guys all think? my favorites. Huh. It's really good. I definitely try this. I haven't had Thai food in a while, so like even just reading that makes me go, ooh, Thai food. I finally got Nick I'm to in. try Thai food. No way. How, how did uh, Mr. No Fun take it? He thought it was okay. I uh. mean, he was like, <laughs> you know, I'd go back, but it's not going to be like on my top five places to go back. So the no- like next five or six times we go out and you suggest Thai food, I'm going to shut it down, essentially, huh. is what that means. Okay. So I might get it twice a year with mm. him. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> Very sad. Big dick, no fun. Yeah. Just kidding. Love Big you, Nick. Big dick, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this uh, this beer. It's a very, um, it's a classic pale ale or India pale ale to me. You know, like it's not any of the, the yeah. like we tried last week was really citrusy. For sure. Um, what did we have the week before that? I don't remember like going back. I, wasn't that Funkworks? Uh, oh, yeah. It was like we, we mixed it up a little bit when yeah. right? Funkworks, the raspberry one. Yeah. Yeah. Provincial so raspberry. That yep. was a really, really good one. Good. I wish there was another one hiding in your fridge. Um, I'd nab it. That was yummy. Sadly yeah, not. Sure. I did look at when I was getting this one at uh, Whole Foods today. I did look longingly at the Funkworks provincial raspberry and thought about maybe picking up six pack. I did not. But I did consider it. But... Um, no, I like I like this one from Barley Forge. I also like their labels. All their labels look like tarot cards or like the Loteria. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why we go to Sandra for these things. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the Nugget does a Loteria night, right? Instead of Bingo night, they do a Loteria night. I oh, think so. really? it's pretty busy. I, yeah, I've seen it on their Instagram. Yeah, for sure, I go check that out for sure. Yeah, so this this is a pretty good little beer here. I'm yeah. all right with this. Uh, it's interesting. You know, it's not too hoppy. Um, definitely, the multi backbone is coming out a lot on it. Got like a coppery taste to it at the end. Are you getting that? Like, yeah, a little kinda bit. Kind of like a like you're really tasting the kettle or something. But I almost feel like that's the old school IPAs mm-hmm. had that bit on the back. Like yeah. before they all got like fancy, mm. it was just like, hey, let's make an IPA. And it, I yeah, feel like this kind of tastes a little bit. Yeah. This reminds me of the IPAs I drank before I even knew what craft beer was. Sure. Yeah. 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 It is good sense. though. It is uh, dry and crisp. It is dry and crisp. And you know what? That means it's time for round one. Round one. I think I'll have a beer. Say my name. Yeah. Uh, 
I think it would behoove us to learn all the words to the rounds and be able to <laughs> sing along. That'd be cool. Would you guys be down for that? Because yes. I'd be down for that. <laughs> Definitely. We could try. That'd be cool. But hey, you know what? Let's be like Yoda. There is no try. There's only do. Do. I'm pretty sure they got that from Bruce Lee, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I only he so. was around to ask. <laughs> <laughs> but he is not. Um, all right, let's move on to the uh, song of the day. If I can find it. Seriously, I, I'm I was interested to see how it ties in with the beer. So, Oh, uh, this one is a good one. Nice. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I was nice. very excited. Because <laughs> I already knew what song I wanted. So I was in the beer aisle looking around going, all right, how can I tie What's a beer oh. into this? So let, let's get on so here. So you have the song first, then oh, the beer. Yeah. I, like yeah, that. I, I wonder sometimes I like how that. that how that goes. Sometimes. I didn't think I was going to pull it off this time, but Ooh. I did. So let's go. Music. Remix. Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day. Loving is Easy by Alexander O'Connor, better known by his stage name, Rex Orange County. Gotcha. Oh, huh. look at you. Yeah, gotcha. Look at me go. Uh, Rex Orange County is an English recording artist and songwriter, not even anywhere near the OC at all. Um, he's English. Grew up uh, in Surrey, Hasselmere, uh, the village of Grayshot, near Hasselmere, Surrey, which it all sounds... Super, super English. Very foreign. Yeah, very English. Yeah, I only know Surrey, BC. Oh, yeah, no, no, this one is... Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I was Turns like, Surrey. Surrey about that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. To our Canadian listeners. Surrey. Um, but he's young. He turned 20 on May 4th of this year. So the name Rex Orange County is based off of a name that a teacher gave him, a nickname, based on the OC after his initials O'Connor. So I thought, hey, the OC. So he started going by it for his uh, actual name uh, in terms of uh, his artist names. So he started attending the BRIT, like all capitals, B-R-I-T school at age 16 in London. That's a performing arts school. Uh, that's where Adele went, Amy Winehouse, Tom Holland, who played uh, Spider-Man, also mm-hmm. went to the same school. It's in nice. London. It was founded by the most English-named person I've seen in a long time, back in 1992, Mark Featherston Witty. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's super, super <laughs> English. I'm going to lose my bollocks and talk. Um... But he was discovered through SoundCloud. He had a SoundCloud uh, account. Tyler, the creator, saw him and contacted his agent, Tyler's agent, and said, hey, we need to get this guy going. Uh, we need to get this guy on board. Uh, Loving, Loving is Easy, which is the song we just heard, came out last October, so it's pretty, still pretty new. He doesn't even have a website at this point. You can, If you look him up on Facebook, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, obviously, under just Rex Orange County, all one word, you'll figure him out. Nice. So. 
Interesting. Yeah, cool. Up and coming. I have Very heard nice. that awesome. song. I, I know I've heard it. Oh, yeah. We, we listened to it on the way up to the Firestone Fest. Oh, okay. Cool. Then it yeah. was familiar to my head. Oh, I'm like, yeah. Ah, yeah, definitely. It, feel, it sounds like an old song, but I yeah. know it's new. Oh, it feels like it's right out of the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. totally. Like, you know. Yeah. You picture it like the end of Anchorman. You know, when they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they do their afternoon delight thing at the end. I just like picture this oh, for like totally Anchorman Totally an too. afternoon delight. Yeah, absolutely. I could see sitting, you know, somewhere in the 70s, like in a kiddie pool somewhere. <laughs> kiddie <You know>? pool. <laughs> just chilling, listening to that, you know. <laughs> With your stunner shades. And, and your rubber ducky. Rubber or your ducky. beach ball. Just drinking out of the hose, you know, like you did <laughs> before you cared. Hey, there was like fluoride in the water. It was good for your teeth or something. Something, right? yeah. I don't know. Something like that. So, anyways, uh, Coley, how was your week? My week was fairly uneventful. Um, the weekend was pretty fun. I went to my friend's son's first birthday. I've had a lot of first birthdays lately, so you guys can tell I'm at the age where yeah, everyone's friends are having babies. Everyone's having it's babies. Contagious. It, pregnancy is not contagious. My friend, my other friend Nicole, tried to tell me that and rubbed her pregnant belly on me, and that was two years ago. And here I am, still not <laughs> pregnant, drinking beer on a, on a booze podcast. Fantastic. Um, after that, um, I went to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well done. Well done. I went to a birthday party actually with Wiley and I'll let him talk about that on his week mm-hmm. and I'm on Friday number one right now so I'm really excited oh, for, for my barbecue That's tomorrow. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm excited about that one as well. <laughs> Stoked. Break up the week. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sandro? Uh, I had a pretty good week. Um, got to uh, swing the wrenches a little bit on Saturday. I went to the driving range and was stoked. It was the first time I like had golfed and I don't know, forever, pretty much. You're really getting into the golf thing, aren't I you? I was stoked on it. Yeah, it was great. Uh, went out. It was just a really nice, crisp day. It was nice getting outside. I'm stoked on that. And then uh, woke up on Sunday, and like my um, my lymph nodes were like completely swollen right here, like under uh, my chin. Oh. It was gnarly, dude. Oh, like no. I was trying to figure out what the hell's going on, so I made myself a soup and from scratch. It was really good. Came what out kind of awesome. Soup? Caldo de res. It was like a beef stoop. A beef soup, kind of like a stew, a little bit. Uh, it was good. It was super good. I looked up an internet recipe and it came out well. Went and saw a movie too. That was rad. Uncle Drew. I'm going to be getting into that later. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's just work. Work is really busy, but good though. Keeping me active. First off, I'm really, really jealous of the way that you can use your tongue. <laughs> That's what she said. But I mean, wow. seriously, when you pronounce things, I'm like, how does he get that out after he's been drinking? Because I can't oh, pronounce normal. Like, I, I couldn't even, like, read English. When I was, like, <laughs> That's true. Just now when I was describing this beer, for fuck's sake. Oh, it my comes God. out even more when I was, I'm on drinking. So, yeah. You get So you get better pronouncing things? Oh, yeah. Have you gotten your numbers yet for 4th of July sales? Yeah. How um, are we doing? No, we're doing pretty good though it's it's stellar i don't have anything solid but man from what i've seen out in the market it is good yeah we're stoked killing it yeah very nice all right so my week last week obviously we recorded on tuesday of last week Mm -hmm. um and i don't remember if i told you guys i mean i think i told you coley um on saturday but i was in the middle of a cleanse Hmm. uh, last time we recorded (laughs) oh man let me just say right now do not (laughs) ever if, if you're if you're tempted to do a cleanse, just don't. <laughs> just don't. Yeah, don't, don't, don't even. Um, <laughs> I'd have to like take PTO for like two weeks or whatever it is. I just can't live my normal life and cleanse. Go to no. Costco, buy that massive toilet paper. Put it in the roll, freezer. And put it in the freezer. I swear to God, uh, it was like flames, flames. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, the burning ring of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was it was just so not good. There was nothing good about it. Um, uh, but I, but the main part about it though, like you have a headache the whole time. Uh, your body it, I started looking up what the actual effects of this was and why. Yeah. And so you have a headache. Your every organ aches because it's all because it cleanses literally every organ as you go through it, right? Wow. So and you're nauseous. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about anything else that happens when you do it, but it's just terrible. Wow. So Friday rolls around. Like I've been, de- I stopped and yeah. it was still lingering on Friday. I saw the <laughs> headache. I still was just like hating my life. Went over to Mission Oaks Cafe, which uh, if you guys have been listening to the booze cast for a while, you know, we've done a few live ones there and we will do another one again eventually. But went over to Mission Oaks Cafe because it's right next door. And, and I had to drop some stuff off to Sensei uh, Chow over there. And it was just packed and it was understaffed. Whoever was making the schedule did not account for what was going on. Huh. They were just slammed. And I'm sitting there with a uh, with an institution mosaic and I'm like, hey, brother, you all right, man? You need some help? He's like, watch that printer. If anything comes up, make it. I'm like, done. Wow. I ended up bartending for three hours that night. No way. <laughs> wow. And you know what? It put me in a much better mood. Like I forgot about my headache and all the bullshit. Nice. Like I got back there and I started slinging some drinks. That's cool. Saturday, um, as Coley mentioned, uh, my I'll call her my adoptive sister. It's basically my parents' best friend's daughter. Okay. Had her birthday and uh, big old bash at their their house there in uh, Camarillo, and they had a bunch of cornhole sets set up. And me and Big Dick Nick, I swear to God, played probably for four hours. Whoa. Played some cornhole and. I woke up Sunday so freaking sore. <laughs> I can't sore. even tell you. <laughs> I didn't get the doms until Monday. Monday, yeah. I was telling Wiley earlier, I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, why is my left hip flexor and like my joint just aching me? Like I could, I was like, did I sleep on it like the whole night? Because sometimes if I do that, it'll be sore. It was from playing cornhole. That's Dang. like my leverage leg is my left leg. Wow. Yeah, for but, me, it's, it was my right, my hammies. Were just destroyed. The, the wings, you know, like underneath the arm of the tricep goes in like on the back to mm-hmm. like your yeah. back shoulder blade. Just terrible. I thought you guys like worked out all the time. Well, we do, but it was kind of like doing for me. It was like a constant lunge, like on one leg. Huh. So yeah. it, it was only my left hip flexor. My arms didn't hurt from guess, throwing or nothing else. It was just just my hip flexor. I didn't have hammy pain. Wow. It was just that. I guess four hours of cornhole will do it. To well, and, but on that note, Sandra, I'm like, dude, how out of shape am I that? Cornhole ruins me. The hell is it? Yeah, I just had a sore hip. Nick was fine. (laughs) I'm not running track for Christ's (laughs) sake. I'm I'm throwing a beanbag at a hole in a box. And like, it wasn't even like far enough away. It wasn't like regulation or anything. And here I am. Wow. Waking up the next day going, what the hell? Maybe it's the altitude. He he texted like seven o'clock in the morning Sunday. I was like, I heard my phone go off. I didn't even look at it till later. (laughs) And it was Wiley. I am so sore from cornhole. I was like, I feel fine. And then Monday, I was like, my hip hurts. Dang. You know what she didn't do? She didn't reply and go, you were right. I heard as well. No, she just let me stew and think of that. I was the out of shape one. Yeah, thanks. Well, nothing else hurt. It was just like a hip. Yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm probably going to need a hip replacement when I'm older. I swear oh. to God, my poor hip. They'd be like, oh, you got cornhole hip, I see. Oh. <laughs> Not as bad as beer pong elbow, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then Sunday, uh, I went over and checked out. There's a uh, winery in town called Herzog. Oh, yeah. That I've never been to. And I know it's like, it's right around the corner from Casa Agria. It's where my wife works, Shannon. 
No way. Yeah, totally. Is that right? Yeah. Maybe I met her and I didn't know. Yeah. Was Were you, you just in the Sunday? tasting room or did you have dinner? Room, yeah. Okay, so she's she's a server in the in the restaurant and then they have a full staff there for just the tasting gotcha, room. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Wow. It's pretty good though. Did, did you like it? Yeah, great wine. I bought, uh, they had an American oak uh, like cab nice. kind of thing. Super good. I learned yeah. that you, that American oak and French oak actually will impart different tastes mm. to the wine, which I did not understand or That's know. That's cool. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so that was a good it's day. It's trippy how it's like in an industrial part. You're like, where are we? And then you're and like, you walk inside too? and it's like really nice inside. Yeah, cool. it's like a warehouse. Well, and I, I was remarking upon that um, to my friend that was there because the ceilings are high. Yeah. We're, for like, I mean, it's it's a warehouse, yeah. And they built walls and they did what they needed to do, but they did a really good job of of enclosing the space yeah. with like the uh, like the bar and everything. Like, nice. It doesn't feel like you're in a, a massive no, warehouse. No, yeah. like Casa Agria, kind of like it's you feel like the warehouse vibe. Like they have some walls yeah. and stuff, but it's cool. But yeah, you go into Herzog and it's like, damn, dude, this is nice. Yeah, yeah it was very, very cool. Nice. I've never so, even heard yeah. of it. Yeah, it's oh, good. well, the food's insane. Worth oh, going to. I God. got. Um, I tried their um, bread and uh, oil to dip it in, but nice. Um, <laughs> and that was good. Wow, way to go big! Yeah, woo. Well, it's the only thing. Like, because I got there around two when the restaurant closed. The restaurant reopened at five. Yeah. Oh, and okay. The tapas okay. didn't start till three thirty. So I'm mm. like, hey, so you guys got anything? Like, well, we got you know, you, we can get you some bread and some olive oil. I'm hey, like, I'll, done. I'll take it. But even then, they brought that out, and it was olive oil with like rosemary floating in it, and a big old clove of garlic in there, and it was nice. It was tasty. It also had raisins, which I picked out. So by the time Whoa. they picked up my plate, there was just a pile of raisins. Perfect. Oh, I love raisins. Look, well, you could have had them. I'm sorry. I would have eaten your raisins. So, well, thank you. Huh. No problem. That's why I'm here. <laughs> These nuts. But um, yeah, so that was uh, that was my week. Nice, that's awesome. So, Cole, where are we at now? Here, I gotta. Was I gonna go first on the Patriot thing? Uh, Sandro, I think that uh, it is you actually. Okay. Uh, hold on, I actually have. You got any like yeah plug for like yeah, the I, Patriots? I do have a drop in here. Oh, here it is. Great boozers in history. Sorry, that was awesome. You like that? Yeah, <laughs> all that for that. Oh, one more time. Great boozers in history. That's right. I have a feeling that, like, uh, you know, maybe a hundred years from now, they're going to be talking about us as great boozers in history. I hope so. You know what? You talk about a bucket list or like you want a legacy. Yeah. I think you just nailed it. Nice. Sir. Well Perfect. done. Awesome. And then we can be ghosts and like haunt, so we know. <laughs> we could no no. We, My we soul be, wants to rest. We can be spirits. <laughs> no. Spirit. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, spirits. I, I like told that. Nick if something ever happened to me and he remarried, I would haunt the shit out of him. <laughs> like when he throws the whites in the laundry, I'd throw the fucking red sock. And when like, his sheets are pink, he'd be like, who put this red sock in there? Gotta, Ghost Nicole put it in. No, no, that's we gotta, right. Oh we got a Coley guy. Ghost, yeah, Ghosty Coley. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Nice. Well, that's good All to right. know. That is good to know. Mm hmm. All right, sweet. So I've got a couple boozers of history here. Uh, the first, um, well, first and just, guy. just to be clear, yeah. we, we hey, talked cool. about making this because we're in the Fourth of July week. Oh yeah, no, definitely. These are American founding fathers, yes. great boozers. So exactly. these are exactly even more above us, definitely. Than yeah. you, yeah. So the couple of gentlemen that I'm going to be talking about here are uh, Sam Samuel Adams and Benjamin Franklin. But uh, let's see here, Samuel Adams. I got this info off of history.com. Uh, let's see, Samuel Adams was born in September 1722 in Boston. Uh, definitely a strong opponent of the British taxation. He was a part of the Boston Tea Party. And he died in 1803. So it looks like he had a 
decently long life there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Koch, the uh, founder and owner of Samuel Adams Brewery, was super stoked on the guy. Um, he admired him for being a revolutionary. I uh, said he was a rabble rouser, very independent thinker. And uh, also, beer was part of Samuel Adams' business, or his family. Mm-hmm. But his dad was a malter, so he sold malt to breweries of the time. So that's, he did. He didn't cool. make beer, he did. but he enabled people yes, to make beer. Yes, exactly. And it, hey, Very it nice. takes a team, right? It takes everyone. Well, it takes a new country. So, yeah, pretty much for <laughs> to sure. make a beer. America. So um, you know, I also hear he wasn't. He inherited his father's business. wasn't very great at finances, so he pretty much run it into the ground. Um, the banks wanted to take it, and they were trying to sell it, but he kind of. Kind of was a badass. He's like anyone that wanted to buy it, he definitely like would strong arm him to not buying it. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah, he, he wouldn't let anyone buy it. So he, you know, he held on to the family business. But really, what his passion was was um, here it says here, fanning the flames of independence. Ooh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, just because we're we're doing that, we're gonna play a little bit of like patriotic nice. music. There you go. That's, it now. sounds nice. yeah, totally. It sounds good. Um, so. You know, he was part of the Declaration of Independence. You know, he was an organizer for the Sons of Liberty. They all came together in the late 1700s. Um, and, yeah, it ties into uh, they all came together in, like, the public houses of Boston. You know, that's where they drank. Uh, the Green Dragon Tavern was one of the more popular places to meet up. He met with Paul Revere, John Hancock, Joseph Warren, all those guys. And they put it all together. And, uh, yeah, man, they put some feet on the street and made it happen. So... Kind of so cool. So were they doing that before the revolution? All yeah, meeting there? Yeah, totally. That was their no spot. Shit. Yeah, that was like the hangout. So and so all all these luminaries, these mm. great American boozers, yeah, all went to this one tavern. Gotcha. And that's awesome. Yeah, and they would just talk about revolution and get it all planned out, and yeah, they made it happen. So it's someday cool. I hope they talk about booze league like yeah. that. Yeah, like, yeah. They used to meet at this one place <laughs> for sure. The local, <laughs> <laughs> the local or Mo's or you know, like you called it. Mo's uh, is the Mission Oaks. Mission Oaks. I yeah, like that. Mo's. I like when he said that. That was Mo. cool. <laughs> um, so yeah. So obviously, uh, Sammy Adams is a patriot. You know, drunk patriot. Um, and then uh, Benjamin Franklin, of course. Hey, Benjamin Franklin is just. All kinds of stuff, right? I mean, he was a author, printer, politician, Freemason. I mean, scientist, inventor. I mean, the list goes on and on and on here. And uh, he has some pretty cool stuff going on for him. Definitely invented a bunch of cool stuff that we know about. You know, the lightning rod, bifocals, the Franklin stove. I guess those cool little, like, wood-burning stoves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty nice, yeah. And uh, he also, he, he actually put together the first fire department for Philadelphia. And then he also was accredited for putting together the University of Pennsylvania, which is kind of cool. I'm sure lots of uh, streaking in the quad. Really <laughs> it's my hometown, oh, Philadelphia. Man. Oh, no way. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, so then I got a, a little tip here from the uh, thedailymeal.com where Benjamin Franklin, he, has, he had 220 synonyms for drunk. Which is hilarious to me. Um, and he actually put this together in 1737. He put a piece together for the Pennsylvania Gazette. And uh, <laughs> it was called the Drinker's Dictionary. And from there, you know, people have just been adding on crazy stuff, like from there. Um, you know, we'll spare you the six minutes on YouTube because it goes and goes and goes. But if you want to we'll check it out, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll post it. Go to YouTube and uh, you just look up Benjamin Franklin's uh, synonym, 200 synonyms for drunk. You know what I will and, say? Uh, that sounds hilarious. like somewhat like honestly, it sounds like someone here at Boozley going, 
how many different names can we have for drunk? Yeah. Why don't we start writing them down? Like, do you have any content to write on the website? No. Why don't we just make up a bunch of names for drunk? Okay, cool. Oh, you know? hey. <laughs> Tanked. Wasted. Yeah. Lit. Shitty. <laughs> it's lit. Yeah. was listening to it earlier, and he told me he got gray hair after the six minutes. It's quite long. Yeah, it was. I aged. It's like the Energizer Bunny yeah. still going. Going, going. So yeah, those are my two guys that I looked up. They, you know, I felt like I learned something. That was good. Nice. I, I feel like that. I learned something as well. Nice. God bless America, right here. America. I'll drink. America. That. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. I'm gonna load my beer. It might be time for round two here soon. But in the meantime, why don't we go over to spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to. This is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, well, I'm going to start with, um, I'm going to start with kind of a normal one. All the all the news this week is <laughs> normal. Little, yeah, all the news this week is a little all over the board, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, so the first one is a new whiskey flavored like beaver. Nice <laughs> like the animal like the literally like in like fact the that's damn actually building rodent. that's actually the headline is yes like the animal <laughs> whiskey beaver is my spirit animal <laughs> whiskey beaver <laughs> oh my god it's Bush. like opposite of whiskey dick with it's Wh- she had whiskey beaver had whiskey. Oh. it just wouldn't work she had whiskey beaver now. oh my god just hang, hanging down to her knees um, oh some turkey gobblers <laughs> Nice beaver. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'd make a beaver sound, but I don't know. Wait, I, they probably I, make. I, I they, thought that was a beaver sound. No, I thought you turkey. actually knew. You turkey. Turkey. <laughs> well, well, you said hey, turkey gobbler. You know, look, it, it is what hey, it is. Some people do gobble beaver. Nice beaver. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Oh, Jesus. There he is, beating that dead horse. Okay. Um, so let's go over to uh, Tamworth Distilling and Mercantile. Tamworth. And Mercantile. Ty- uh, mercantile, get it? Which oh, my God. Which we all know is the pubic toupee. Yes. Yes. Nice. They're velvety beaver. as well, I've That's heard. <laughs> oh, my God. Only if you're making beer out of it. Uh, yep. Sandra's over there like, as a fire stone rep, I've never heard that before. No, it's good. There was actually, um, what was it? There was a burger spot in Santa Barbara that denied it. The The manager saw the Velvet Merkin come in, and she's like, oh, I'm not going to be pouring that. And she sent it. She's like, no. She fool. Said no. Damn yeah, fool. It crazy. Weak. That's yeah. a huge bitch. Yes. Um, huge. <laughs> I would take that every day and twice on Sunday. Um, do you guys know? Just real quick, do you know what Merkins were and why? Do you know why Merkins exist? I have a couple. I thought because honestly, I thought back in the day, like you were rich if you had nicely groomed pubic hair, right? Or was no. it because they had crabs Shit. and they have to shave it off and then they needed more? Yep. And because exactly. because pubic hair was like a good thing back yes. in the day. Because back then, before you know, everyone lasered their shit off. Yeah. yeah. So back then, if you were shaved, you probably had a disease that. You know, you had to get rid of the pubic hair and take care of all the stuff. Like they treated, lice, yeah. they treated a number of things also uh, with mercury, which um, drove people nuts because mercury yeah. actually can literally drive mm-hmm. you nuts. Yeah. So if you were shaved down there, people thought you had a disease. So they had a mercury, a mm. uh, pubic. Not what I expected, honestly, to uh, be talking about today. Yeah. 
bush. <laughs> um, but let's go over to Beaver. Um, Tamworth Distillium Mercantile. They are releasing a limited edition of Beaver whiskey called Ode de Musk, <laughs> which means water, water of musk. It's an 88 uh, proof. Tastes like water? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it just tastes like something that would be a product of a gypsy curse. Beaver whiskey. I'll have another. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Um, but, no, it's an 88 proof, two-year age bourbon whiskey infused with castorium. Castorium is the oil in the beaver's caster sacks, oh. which it, the sacks are right below the tail and is in often, the anal glands ish area. Yeah, yeah, pretty mm. close to the anal glands, and mm. it's used to mark their territory. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's their stinky butt juice. Uh, well, <laughs> Wait, people, people will drink this shit? Let, well, I, I'll tell you what that stinky it, butt juice tastes like in a second here. It's very musky. Um, but, you know, here's the thing, though. There is actually a precedent for using castorium in f- both food and perfume. Uh, Stephen Grasse, the head distiller for Tamworth Distilling and Mercantile, says, I've always been intrigued by the use of castorium in food and luxury products. There was a time when it was ubiquitous and used widely as a flavoring agent and in perfume. In fact, it is still used in a number of products today and considered by the FDA as, quote-unquote, Natural flavoring. <laughs> That's so <Whoa>. disgusting. <laughs> I don't need anything to be that natural. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So he says, I was curious what it would taste like in one of our unreleased bourbons no. from Tamworth Distilling, so we tried it and it worked beautifully. According to the press release about this bourbon, and this is, now you know what uh, beaver butt juice tastes like, it exudes a leathery raspberry taste and acts to fortify the whiskey flavors. Dang. Yum. But it won't be around forever. Ode de Musk is a limited edition release that comes in a 200 millimeter. It's not American, so I don't know how big that is. I'm assuming that's about seven. No, it's a small one. 200 seven, milliliter? Yeah. So that's a... Yeah, it's a little bottle. That's a tiny little bottle. Uh, it's a vintage style perfume bottle, and you can pick it up for $65. Oh, Where? Amazon? Um, a warehouse wine and spirits. I assume uh, you probably have to pick it up in person. If you want to taste uh, beaver anal juice, you have to actually travel to. It's leather and raspberries. I mean, with that description, how bad could it be? I know it's not. It's actually like that wouldn't be a bad whiskey, but um, that's probably horrible. I'll never try. That's beaver one of those things juice. where you shouldn't. If you know where where it came from. Mm, maybe we can let that one go. Do you like a blindfolded tasting and just slip it in? <laughs> if I don't know, it's ignorance is bliss. This one's got it. Bush. Um, okay. The next one. This comes from Mark Huff. Mark Huff was chilling in Altadena, California, where his home is. And for those of you not from Southern California that are listening, Altadena, California is actually a bit south of Pasadena. And it's right kind of up against the mountains, I would, I would say, would be a pretty good description of it. Mark Huff um, got, a, he looked over, he heard a sound, and he looked over in the bushes, and lo and behold, there's a bear climbing over my fence, he said. He told the Associated Press. Oh. Press. Goddamn, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another. Yeah, you know what the problem is here? Like, <laughs> s- for real. Like, I, I swear to God. 
When you start to pound some drinks and you get a little buzz You make mistakes, you slur your words, you can't control your tongue And that is when you start to have a little fun Maybe we're drunk, maybe we're drunk, maybe we're drunk It's 35 minutes in and there's no maybe about <laughs> you, had, you had a kind of a rough day though It's been a rough day and then I got some work done drinking a beer And then one beer, more work, you know, it just it just went down, you know so um, anyway, so uh, there was a bear climbing over his fence. <laughs> so he decided, you know what? I'm going to step away from this. Maybe this is not where I need to be right now. So he got inside, retreated indoors and started, you know, kind of watching the bear, see what he did. The bear got into the jacuzzi and started hanging out. <laughs> no way. Um, so the bear soaked in the jacuzzi. It was unheated, but um, it was playing with the jets. Uh, it was playing with the chlorinator. It took the thermometer and threw it in the air. Like, it was just having the time of its life in the jacuzzi. Dang. Uh, according to Huff, he was, ha- he was playing, having a grand old time. Um, once the bear decided he'd had enough of the hot tub, it sauntered around the yard and then went straight over to the margarita that Huff had left oh, no. sitting on the table. No way. Knocked it over and lapped it all up and then went up into the uh, into a tree and took a nap. Dang. <laughs> oh my God. Like it was a spa day for this bear. That's hilarious. Basically. According to Huff, so he had his margarita, he had his jacuzzi, and now he's ready for an hour nap. Uh, once the bear wandered off after his nap, uh, Huff went back outside, uh, had another margarita, and then another one after that, and then hung out in the hot tub. But Wait, uh, he went in the hot tub after the bear was I in there? Yeah, I would have uh, laid low for whoa. a while. Uh, you know, uh, Margaritaville would have been inside the house, and I probably would have sat in the tub. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Throw a bath probably, bomb in there. Probably a better plan. Yeah. But um, he does say, it, quote unquote, was an interesting Friday, to say the least. Dang. I can't believe the bear <laughs> just went in the jacuzzi. Hey, look, bears have a history of being very choosy about their booze. There was a story where a bear um, ransacked a campsite, and it drank, like, all of a really good, like, there's some craft beer, like, not like a high-end, nothing, you know, no whales or anything, but it drank yeah. all the craft beer. It had one Keystone Light and didn't touch any of the other twenty Keystone Lights. <laughs> like it had a what uh, a snob. Yeah, no way. You know, it had an opinion about wow. it. So, um, huh. all right, our last story of the day comes to us from the Newfoundland, from the town of Dildo. <laughs> Newfoundland's in Canada. That's crazy. yes, yes. It's For very those of you yeah, it's very up or there. Or weren't sure. Uh, people up there, it's very cold and very stiff. Uh, in the town <laughs> Stiff of Dildo. Stiff at the town of Dildo. How, is it really spelled D-I-L-D-O? Yep. God, I have to, you know what? That's I'm gonna hilarious. I'm going to yeah. ask my Canadian firms if they, my law firms, if they've heard of this town. I don't have anyone specifically in Newfoundland, but mm-hmm. I have a law firm in a more main area in like Quebec that will well, a, a, do no. legal work. Crazy. According to this article... Um, historians, no one really knows exactly how Dildo got its name, but they blame <laughs> they blame Captain Cook, who's a British explorer, and his surveyor, Michael Lane. I think they met Captain Hook. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Even Captain Cook. Like, I'm is, just is, kidding. I'm sorry. Go on. I'm sorry. But uh, the two of them, between Captain Cook and Michael Lane, they mapped the Newfoundland coast in the late 18th century, and they named other other cities. <laughs> They handed out names like Tickle Bay, Cuckold's Cove, Blow Me Down, and they also believe Dildo was included in uh, their survey. I 
think they were on a boat too long with two men. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I things think escalated <laughs> in their nomenclature for um, cities in Newfoundland. I think you are correct. <laughs> Let's just say maybe they made pickle bread. Get it like dill dough. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> pretty good. That's actually funny. I get it. He's going to spell it D-I-L-L-D-O-U-G-H from now on. That's, that's a lot of letters for a Oh, dildo. I'm dying. Um, but some residents believe that Dildo might have been the name of the Spanish explorer or his ship. While others just want to make it clear it has nothing to do with sex toys. Stella Wright, a postal worker in the town of Dildo, says, I feel sure that we've been here a lot longer than the artificial penises have been around. There's a place in the United States called Intercourse, and we don't tease them about that. Well, you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, on right. Now. Yeah, totally. Um, after all this, though, there is actually a reason um, that I'm bringing this up. Dildo is getting its first brewery, huh. uh, just called Dildo Brewing Company. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have to go there. And um, part of the reason why I put this in there is that Dildo Brewing Company is done with your shit about sending them names on Twitter for their for their beers. No way. <laughs> so no more. Yeah, no the more. The gate's closed. Quit sending Dildo uh, Brewing your names for their beers. Gotcha. So, um, although, uh, Booze League Nation, as you're listening to this, if you have some really good names for Dildo beers, make sure to uh, send them to us. And we'll reach out to Dildo and see what we can do about it. Yeah, please email us. We'll, we'll check our inboxes daily, awaiting yeah, your replies. I want to hear, hear your best, bre- best beers for... Uh, <laughs> A brewery in a dildo, if that's okay with you guys. <laughs> and that's the way the news goes. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right, Coley. You ready? Yes. Great boozers in history. So I also did uh, some boozers in history, our founding fathers, because, you know, founding a new country is really stressful, and I would probably drink too. Our first person is good old George Washington. Uh, the history of presidential drinking starts with him. He actually ended up having the largest whiskey distiller in America at that time, even though he wasn't considered a huge drinker by the standards of the time. Um, his cocktail of choice was Fish House Punch. Ooh, do, do, you guys, do you guys know what that I is? Do no? Not, no. So it's a strong rum-based punch that contains rum, cognac, and peach brandy. Whoa. I think we should try to recreate this. Huh. Definitely, right? Yeah. Maybe for like, instead of the shot of the day, it'll be like the fish punch of the day. That sounds like a sex move. Fish, fish house punch? <laughs> yeah. The sex move. While we're on the, uh, <laughs> the, the topic of dildos. Of dildo. um, Damn, well, that dildo really fish yes. punched her. <laughs> and you know, they actually like, drinking was a big, big thing. Like they drank a lot and There's like all, all times do. of the day. Yeah. I mean, I saw the play Hamilton. I'm kind of obsessed. Shout out to Hamilton. Shout out. Yeah. And, and they, also, they drank uh, a lot in there, too. Speaking of drinking a lot. Round. Round two. Yes, what's next? I'll have another. It's a trap. Cool. I'm <laughs> slamming it tonight. Utah, give me two. Uh, let's see. So Washington also enjoyed porter laced with molasses. That sounds Ooh, kind of delicious. Whoa. My dad used to take molasses on a spoon, like a spoonful of molasses. Supposed to be really good for you. 
tried poor guy. He died young anyway, but he really did try, you know. I tried that oh. in uh, Jamaica. I went to the uh, Appleton Distillery. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, rum, they'll, they'll base, like, it was yeah. massive, like, just this acres and acres of sugarcane fields. Mm-hmm. And they had an old, they, they kind of had, like, a little setup, like a historical-looking setup with, like, an old tin pan and whatnot. And we got to try, like, fresh molasses and whatnot. And it's not sweet, like the fresh no. stuff. Yeah. It's no, not, it is yeah. not what it, I expected it, at all. It, isn't, it smells mm-hmm. like black mm-hmm. licorice, so you think it's going to be awesome. And it's, I mean. Yeah. It was crazy. It's like yeah, it unsweetened is. licorice. It, it's really weird. But yeah, it's very, yeah, very my strange. My dad took a spoonful of it every morning. So oh, I just find it weird that they'd put it in porter, but I guess, you know, you kind of get that, I don't know, like a, a Jägermeister porter type taste. Mm, it's really weird. Sandro's um, face like he's eh, like not. I'll not have another yeah, maybe <laughs> that's not what I'm after Washington it just tastes like something that would be a product of a gypsy curse Washington also drank hearty amounts of wine um, I actually have a fun little fact at his farewell wait 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 we actually have a song for a fun oh, little perfect. fact nice okay you have so for those of you at home this is the first time we're doing a fun little fact so you got 10 seconds to get that fun little fact oh, out. But this is like a whole thing. It's like part of the... Talk fast. All right. At his fair... Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. You're, <laughs> You're killing me. Oh, here, here. It's fun little facts that you never knew. It's fun little facts that we're going to teach you. At his farewell party that the troops threw him in the city tavern of Philadelphia... They had one document listed over 120 bottles of wine, dozens of beer, seven large bowls of pike, spiked punch, and adjusted to the in- inflation, the tab came to $15,000. Whoa. Just for his, like, adios party. Pretty nice. good. Nice. That was, good. That that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. short by, like, three seconds. But they were partiers, and they loved Washington, yeah. so. Damn good. That's pretty awesome. So they, did, they didn't cover fact. that in Hamilton. They sang a song like, George Washington's going home. He was like going home. He's retiring, leaving the presidency. Sandra, have you seen Hamilton yet? I have not. Oh, no, no, no. And you know what? Like my sister and people are like super into it, and I'm just not really that. Kinda. Well, can I tell you, Nick was. I've been with Nick. Nick, this month will be ten years. God damn! Uh, yes, July sixteenth. Thank you. It'll be ten years. Yes. Ten years. I'll have to do a, a, our first drunken story or something maybe next recording. No, we, we, yeah, we can do that live at the local. Absolutely. Also, come to the local on July 7th. Yes. Three o'clock. Uh, <laughs> he, I could not, I mean, I've tried to get him to see musicals with me, like the Book of Mormon, like something very funny, like lighthearted. Wouldn't go, wouldn't yeah. go, wouldn't go. Um, some dear friends of ours were talking about this musical, and Nick was like, all right, I'll try it. And since it was kind of like hip-hop based, mm-hmm. he listened to it and was like in, like it changed his entire outlook on this and like he learned stuff and then he looked up stuff on his own he he's like mr revolutionary war like if you have questions he could probably answer them really yes so this is kind of cool found his spot yes so our next person is thomas jefferson he's my wine drinking buddy he spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time in france during the revolution and uh, he's actually spent thousands of dollars on vast quantities of wine during that time he built two of his own vineyards which is kind of exciting i don't know if they're still standing i couldn't find any facts on them He was reported to have drank three glasses of wine per day, along with the usual cider and beer at meals. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's the best, though. I love Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, at least yeah. in Hamilton. He's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I mean, come on. He's portrayed like such a fun guy that loves wine. And he's all, I came from Monticello in France. Like, he's just like bougie. He's awesome. Real, he's fun. Right on. Um, 
But it also turns out that he couldn't control his own spending on wine and had crippling debt at the end of his life. From, I believe that. From spending it on alcohol. And also a whole lot of illegitimate children. Yes. Well, I there's that. Well. Someone they, had to take care of the tab, right? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Sandro Aravalo. I'll get it next time. Yeah, one of those got to be right. <laughs> this brings us to our second U.S. president, Mr. John Adams. Mm-hmm. He started each day with a couple of hard ciders. Ooh, nice. like maybe it's like a mimosa back in the day. Pretty, I used to start each day or each Sunday with a couple of uh, Smirnoff Ices. Get iced. I know. Yeah, I was going to say, now it's what? like a prank when like, you ice somebody and they have to like drink it and give it to someone, like give someone else one. Well, he just licked himself in the mirror. He's like, ah, <laughs> you. Why are, why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <sighs> he also drank Madeira. Have you guys heard of that wine? It's like a popular mm. Portuguese fortified wine. Oh. I don't know. Popular back then. I haven't really seen too much of it oh. now. No. And he drank beer and rum, and even though um, he even liked throwing parties that had wine laced with rum. I've done that before. Have you? Yeah. I, I've made like a mold mm. wine, mm. but you put brandy in it, not like yeah. rum. But you you know, you know heat it up and mull it with the spices. Gotcha. Yeah, I've never had rum wine before. It's cra- it'll fuck you up, man. Oh, I'm it's sure. It's like a whole well, no new doubt. kind of what, drunk. Did you make it or did you no, buy no. it? No, so it was in Cuba, and I was there for a little over a couple of weeks, and I was drinking a lot of rum, really good rum, like stuff that was distilled like locally. And at a certain point, like I wasn't getting drunk anymore. I like, you know, was drinking rum, but like just on a on a level. And it was uh, Christmas Eve, and they were like, "Yeah, Christmas Eve, we drink rum and wine together. We mix it together, like fifty fifty almost, kind of." And dude, I got <laughs> fucking shit house that He's night. He's like, "Give like, me a that, high tide." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that was definitely high tide for sure. <laughs> definitely, yes." That's crazy. But it was good though. Yeah. It's the hardest working liver in the galaxy, Morty. <laughs> And lastly, we talk about Alexander Hamilton, who my favorite. They made a show of. after him, right? They did. <laughs> I hear there's a show out about <laughs> Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. This guy was he was motivated AF. Like he, wow. Um, I he honestly there wasn't a lot of information about what he drank. I read that he didn't drink in excess, but and I quote. That he cared enough for liquor that he considered it an all but essential component of democracy. Mm. Damn. He also had a predisposition towards taxing alcoholic beverages and a separate whiskey tax, which he, I believe, talked about in the Federalist 12, number 12 for the Federalist Papers. And there were 85 total. And Alexander Hamilton wrote 51 of them. Wow. And they were like essays that kind of defended the Constitution. Yeah, I learned that all in the soundtrack. It's dang. <laughs> what song did uh, on the soundtrack did that teach you? What do you mean? Well, what what song? Uh, I don't remember what it, the song is called. Oh, okay. But they talk about the Federalist Papers, and they're like, John Adams wrote this many, and so and so wrote this many, and Alexander Hamilton wrote the other fifty-one, and they get all like dramatic about it. <laughs> but That's I know awesome. that there's eighty-five, and he, like I said, he really wanted to tax it because. It well, alcohol wasn't a necessity; it was um, a luxury. Mm. And he was kind. Of, he did the financial system as well, and so he was trying to figure out a way for the government to make more money. Because imagine that even when we started our country, we were in a shit ton of debt. So, <laughs> those are my founding father great boozers in history for the Fourth of July. Nice. Well, all right. You know, and I, I apologize. I forgot to play the Battle Hymn of the Republic under yours. Ugh. 
I feel really cheated. <laughs> you know what? And that you can blame the beers I had before we started recording. I do apologize. I'll never forgive you. <laughs> you might be able to edit it in there now. Huh? You can put it in there while you're editing. Well, now that we've uh, ruined it no. uh, by telling everybody, like pulling back that curtain behind the, you know, like. The Pay orange. no attention to the man. The, the orange, orange curtain? Yeah, the orange we pull, curtain. We pulled back the orange curtain. Look, there's curtain. a hop with one eye hiding behind there. Exactly. <laughs> it's Wiley right there. They didn't see. Hey, you know what? Loving is easy. <laughs> Going to Rex Orange Curtain. <laughs> Loving is easy when you live in dildo. <laughs> intercourse. <laughs> oh, my dear I, God. Where is intercourse? Pennsylvania. <laughs> I know. I'm just right. <laughs> intercourse PA? Yep. Did, Did you already look, look it up? No, I just know. That'd that's be just like one of those things. That, that'd be, <laughs> that's the problem. You know what the problem with that is? Intercourse PA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm on board with uh, If it was I, Mas- Massachusetts Ma and Pa, right? There yeah, you go yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how uh, into that I am Why is this yeah. not a Florida man? It's, it's a village in Pennsylvania It go. is Pa how did, how did you know? It's one of those things I know, I don't know Intercourse Pa <laughs> Intercourse Pennsylvania <laughs> <laughs> Did you really just think yeah. of that on the fly? Oh yeah I'm a vast knowledge of so much useless information. How do you know more about my birth state than me? That's so crazy. I I have no idea. It says intercourse is an unincorporated village and census designated place in Leacock Township. Leacock. Of course. (laughs) Lancaster (laughs) County in the U.S. state of Pennsylvania, 10 miles east of Lancaster on the Pennsylvania Route 340. There you go. Route, Route, route. Whatever. Whatever. It's all intercourse. Um, There's intercourse. (laughs) You can plan a trip. There's an intercourse travel guide. (laughs) There's three star averaging hotels. Wait, the the average is only three stars. Yeah, three star hotels averaging one hundred and forty four dollars a night. <laughs> that's a, that's the place I take one of those black lights to. Don't take Make a black sure light. Oh, you guys, you guys, they have um, upcoming events. There's the tailgating festival at Kitchen Kettle Village. Tail, okay. Um, these are all in Lancaster, though, which is kind of weird. Well, it's close. Rock at the Park and Rock at the Park Music Festival. <laughs> Tonight they're having 4th of July Lidditz Springs Park. That sounds really boring. This place sounds like hell. Sorry, whoever lives in. I hope we don't have a big following in intercourse. Not that I've seen because that's exactly the kind of thing I'd take note of. Okay. We might now after this. It, right? You know what? We're going to hashtag the hell out of this intercourse. <laughs> Hopefully the, the people in Pennsylvania get it, not the porn fanatics. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, Oh, they get it. <laughs> Sandra, great job. I was really impressed. Well done, sir. Well done. Intercourse Pa. Sandro knows all about <laughs> intercourse Pa. So much information. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. All right, uh, Sandro, uh, speaking of intercourse, we're going to... <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> Movie buzz. Hello, movie people. So I went, uh, like I said, on Sunday to go watch Uncle Drew, and it was awesome. Honestly, I mean, I'm a big basketball fan, for one. I went into it knowing kind of that it was going to be a little campy, and it was. It's kind of like uh, it starts out with like a 30 for 30 kind of thing, and uh, I'm not going to give away anything, but it's kind of – there yeah, are no spoilers. There are moments of it being kind of like an advertisement, you know? So you just go into it knowing that. Obviously, the scenes get chopped up and, you know, the whole plot is very just simple. It's very easy to follow. It's not complicated. 
But you know what, Kyrie, they all have like the old face, you know, kind of like on Jackass when they do like the old guy so, thing. So oh, who, yeah. is, who is actually awesome. in it? Because so we got Kyrie Irving as Uncle Drew. Shaq's in it. He's big fella. Nate Robinson as Boots. Um, Reggie Miller's in it. And um, Chris Weber. So those are like the But crew. all of them those, are old. Those are the old guys. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then <laughs> That's a great premise. It's awesome. And then uh, Nick Kroll, the hilarious. I think he's uh, hilarious. Nick Kroll dude. is absolutely hilarious. So he's, he's the same. He's not old. He's just is who he is, super douchey and stuff. But um, yeah, man. Honestly, I mean, it was it was rad. You know, like it's if you like basketball and you like campy movies, it's definitely worth checking out. I don't know. I'm a big fan. I would definitely recommend watching it. I had a great time. You guys have any questions about it? I had never heard of it. Gotcha. Is there yeah. like a slight premise of the story you can yeah. tell us about giving it away? There. Okay, so it kind of started off as a commercial. Um, Uncle Drew, like back in the day, they just would do some hilarious commercials with. It's basically like okay, I can give you a premise. Uh, there's a a basketball game going on on the blacktop, and the guys are like they're young guys, they're super cocky, you know what I mean, and. It's all about how the game of basketball has kind of lost its way and okay. people are just talking shit and super flashy and stuff. And so uh, Uncle Drew's sitting off to the side in his like, you know, his little beat fucking lawn chair. And uh, he's like, you know, hey, young blood, you know, like basketball is all about, you know, just, you know, what you know, it's it's about love and, you know, just mm-hmm. the sport and all that. And they're giving him a hard time. They're like, hey, you can't even get up, you know, kind of thing. And so he's like, all right, all right. And he gets up and kind of shakes off the cobwebs a little bit and then just takes these guys to school. It's amazing. Yeah, so like this old guy, you know, and he was a baller back in the day and he just still has it. The love of basketball is just like seeing him through. And um, as you see the movie and he reunites with his old crew, you know, they're all, time is like kind of taking their toll on all of them. But when basketball's back in the picture, they're right there. They're just like 100% back, which is cool, you know. So it's, it's kind of inspiring, kind of fun. But uh, the makeup on it is awesome. I mean, they look legit <laughs> like old people. It's crazy. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Diabetes. I kind of remember the uh, commercials a little bit. And yep. I remember them being very, very funny. And I, and, and I could be wrong because I know I've seen this before. And I, it may not have been the commercials. But where they walk in looking super old and suddenly they're just bawling. Bawling. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, they. I think <laughs> they did. Like, they would roll up to, like, courts, like, that were, like, super prominent, you know, with people doing, like, blacktop stuff. And they would just roll in and kind of be like <laughs> fucking people up, you know what I mean? Just like running game, and people are like, who are these old guys, right? And but it was Kyrie, you know, like so right, it was pretty right. sick. Yeah, the whole premise of it. It's been a long time in the making. Uh, I've seen the commercials for a while, and finally, 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 the movie came out. And so I, ha- I mean, I'm not a big movie guy, and I went and watched it opening weekend. That's cool. how much I was into Damn. it. So, yeah, totally. Yep. That's that's yeah. yeah that's it was uh, cool. All right. Yeah. So so not in uh, not Infinity War or anything, but but no, Uncle I, Drew. No, yeah, I mean, first you know, weekend. I, yeah, and I do like to like <laughs> Jurassic and all that cool stuff. I'll see it eventually, but I wasn't in a rush to, you know what I mean. But Uncle Drew, as soon as it came out, I was like, dude, shit, I'm busy on Friday. Busy, I was like, no, I'm gonna go watch this, and we made it a point to go watch it. So that's it was cool. cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Was your wife stuff. is on board for Uncle Drew's? Oh uh, no, I took the, I took the boys. <laughs> this is me and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you guys have fun. She's just stoked that we were happy. No, that's good. That's awesome. So yeah, definitely worth checking out. Right on. Well, guys, uh, we have reached the end of draft thirty-one. Nice. Happy Fourth of July, everyone! Happy Fourth of July. July! We hope you guys yeah. had a good one. Um, if you are listening to this on uh, before July seventh, which is Saturday after Fourth um, of July, come to the local 
in Camarillo Springs. You can come see us live. We have a whole bunch of new swag that we'll be selling, um, as well as doing a live booze cast. We have kind of a uh, an amateur um, podcast opening for us called The Unfiltered Gentlemen. Oh, you, uh, you're terrible. You might have you might have heard of them before. Um, they're out there. We we kind of have this thing going with them. Ruby-eyed, armless gentlemen. But. Um, They'll be opening for us. I think they have some swag as well or some stickers or something to give away. And we'll be there uh, with Mikey. And Sandro and I will be signing autographs. Hello. You know. yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, already uh, Tug Jones from the Unfiltered Gentleman told me he already wants autographs of you guys. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, yeah we just got uh, our headshots in. I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also there will be a uh, Belching Beaver uh, Tap Ooh, I don't know if that's well. going to be. I just talked to Mikey. It might not be going down. He, he He's going to make up his mind on this. He he was telling me that maybe they don't have all the beers and handles oh. were an issue too. I was like, oh, yeah, come no. on, come I on, was, dude. Put it. Hey, you know what? Hold on. I'm, I'm going to even. I'm going to stop. Yeah, I'm going to stop the sign off here for a second. I was there getting some work done when the uh, rep brought in the handles. Yeah. They're trying to give them. Yeah. And it was. I don't know. You look up on Amazon. Just go random handle and like you know or or like generic handle. And it came in, and someone had just written on like a sticker uh, the name, and then stuck it on the Aww. handle. It, it was terrible. So did, the rep did not give Dang. him like the normal belching beaver handle. They That's did not. not. Yeah, no that that was cool. my thought as well. And I'm like, you know, and I I told Mike, I'm like, eh, maybe uh, yeah. you know they can just yeah. you know kiss kiss your ass. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's going down. So yeah. All right. Well. Um, We'll have fun regardless, though. We'll I, they they always have a great variety of beers yeah, there. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mikey does have really, really good beers. Definitely. Uh, there may be no... Bel- it's been a beaver-heavy show. <laughs> it really has. So, um, but there may be no <laughs> belching beaver. God bless America. Yep. Beaver-heavy show. Ooh, yeah. yeah. This is how I celebrate my freedom. I talk about beaver. <laughs> um, but yeah, come on out. Um, we do have uh, an event... As well as Serpent Suds as well on August 11th. We do have an event up on the website um, for that show. So, anyways, guys, uh, follow us online at Booze League on Instagram, at uh, Booze League on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Booze League. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.